0: It's time for another edition of Mets Musings. Hi, this is Ron Darling. Uh, This is Skip Lockwood. Hi, I'm Ron Swoboda of the 69 New York Mets, and you're listening to Mets Musings with Gary Mack. Now it's time for some New York Mets baseball talk. Here's Gary Mack bringing you the latest news and analysis from Mets Nation and the world of baseball on another edition of Mets Musings. Well, hello and welcome to another edition of Mets Musings. I'm your host, Gary Mack, and uh, I was on the DL last week. I apologize for missing out, but I'm back and I'm not happy but before we get into that correction from uh, the last episode, I said Jacob DeGrom went to Stetson University, not, and I said he went to Vanderbilt, uh, and I am wrong. He went to Stetson, and I want to thank John in New Jersey for sending an email to correct that. So, what's up with the Metsies? Well, the collapse is coming. They're 8-11 since the All-Star break. Uh, Better to have it happen now than at the end of the season, but um, this team doesn't hit. They don't play good fundamentals, and quite frankly, they don't know what they're doing on the field or are beginning to question the organization. Let's first uh, look at the draft. So they go through the draft. They draft 20 rounds. They pick 12 pitchers. They look out. Their first round pick falls. A lot of guys uh, thought that uh, Kumar Raka was going to go number one in the draft. He slipped to number 10. Some issues. I get it. Uh, But the Mets draft him. And whoever you want to believe did or did not make him an offer, pending a physical. The physical came. They weren't happy with what they saw. His agent, Scott Boris, said that there's nothing wrong with him, that he's entirely healthy. He pitched the whole college season, had no problems whatsoever. The Mets don't sign him. So now they've wasted a number one pick, but only not only that, not only did they waste a number one pick, this poor kid, he can't sign elsewhere and he can't play for any other team. So he has to, or affiliated team, he has to either just train for a year or play in independent leagues. He could go back to college, but he says he's not going to do that. And I don't blame him. You don't want to go back to college and and risk the chance of getting hurt. Something else, you know, hurt a knee or something. So he's going to train and work out and uh, go back in to the draft. But it makes the Mets look ridiculous again they either have the worst public relations or then there's something basic, basically wrong with this organization. New owners, and it's the same crap. They still look like idiots. I don't understand. I don't know what it is. Maybe, maybe Cohen's got to clean the front office out. Maybe he's got to get Alderson out and Alderson's people and and people that will pawn. Maybe you got to clean everybody out and start fresh with this organization because there's something wrong that they always continue to look stupid in matters. And then Cohen, he, he, you know... He goes out on Twitter and says he doesn't shy away from investments that can make up a huge return in his his regular life. But he put that tweet out right after he shied away from signing Raka, who could have had a huge return. So what if he needs Tommy John down the road? Everybody gets Tommy John surgery now. Every damn picture on their staff. Think about it. Matt Harvey, the pitches they've had the last 10 years. Matt Harvey, Zach Wheeler, Jacob DeGrom had it in, in um, the minors. Steven Matz, when he was here, had it in the minors. Uh, uh, Thomas zapucky uh, Matt Allen now. Who else? I'm, you know, there's tons of them. And they've all had Tommy John. So why are you not taking a chance with a guy... That was picked. People said he was going to go number one. He falls to you at number 10. You pick him and then you don't sign him. For the life of me, I cannot understand that. Why not take the chance? They took a chance with Matt Allen. Okay, he's going to have Tommy John surgery. But people have come back from Tommy John. And then they trade away when they've got other guys that they need hitters and outfielders in this organization. So what do they do? They trade away outfielders. They traded away a number one pick again. So while the Phillies are trading and they're getting Kyle Gibson and Ian Kennedy for the bullpen... The Mets trade get Rich Hill and and uh, 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 Javier Baez, the strikeout king, and Trevor Williams, and then they wonder you have to compete against these other teams trading. Oh, the price was too high on Jose Berrios. Well, the rumor was that the twins wanted Dom Smith and Ronnie Mauricio. If that rumor is true, I make that trade in a heartbeat. I don't even think twice about it. What did they get? They got a hothead who can field. Big deal. Oh, I forgot. He's friends with Lindor. So is Lindor now the GM of the New York Mets? Then let us know. They want to play together. This is the big leagues. This isn't Little League. This isn't like, hey, let's form a team because we want to play together. This is the big leagues. Lindor's not even in the lineup. He's hurt. How long are they going to play together? Bayer's is a free agent. Is Cohen going to spend another ton of money? on Baez and waste the money for a 230, 240 hitter because he hits home runs. Here we go with the home runs again. The guy strikes out three out of four times. I don't know. Maybe the game's passed me by, but I'm tired of all. I'm tired of the home runs and the power emphasis. And in the meantime, they go up there and they're swinging it at, at pitches two feet out of the strike zone. Byers swung in a pitch that was almost in a dugout last night. Alonzo's always swinging for the fences. Try to make some freaking contact once in a while. Hit the damn ball. And the Mets better hope that they outlaw shifts. Because they're not smart enough to hit against the shift. They keep hitting into the shift. So, at least Major League Baseball, if they outlaw shifts, it'll help. Because they won't have to think. I don't know what's wrong with this team. They're unwatchable, they're not even likable. There's only I, I, there's a handful of position players that I like, that I root for, <coughs> that play hard. The rest, I you know, I trade them in a heartbeat. It's very frustrating when you've been a fan as long as I have been. And this is this may be unpopular, but I, I don't care. I just it's so frustrating. And there is something wrong with this organization. There's a lack of thoroughness when they investigate something. There's a lack of something. I mean, it's ridiculous. Tyler Anderson was available. The Mets tried to get him? No. Berrios, no. Price was too high. Kyle Gibson, did they try to get him? No. Meantime, Sandy Alderson's there twiddling his thumbs to see who we can get off the scrap heap cheap. We have the return of Scrappy Sandy. So we get Rich Hill. Nothing against Rich Hill. He's having a pretty decent year. (laughs) He pitched pretty good first two games for the Mets for four innings. Then he gets bombed. Then he gives up a three-run homer. And then we, we we keep hearing about they're connected to this guy and that guy and, and Chris Bryant. We're going to get Chris Bryant. Chris Bryant would have been the guy to get. He would have been a better fit for this team because he could have played third base and he could have played left field. Instead, we get another shortstop who then we're going to move out of position when the other shortstop comes back to play second base. And then we're going to take the second baseman and do what? Play him at third base or right field? I mean, come on. There's more guys. There's something wrong when you draft players and then move them. I mean, they got Vientos in the mind is he came up as a third base. Excuse me. We got him playing first and left field now and third base. They got Batty playing third base. They got him playing left field. Can't they draft somebody that actually played the position before? Oh, we like to you uh, move these guys around, the utility of it all. Yes, the utility all is nice, but then you have jacks of all trades, masters of none. There's something wrong in the, in, in the whole system of the Mets, the whole organization. You know, even in their minor leagues. The minor leagues, they had a good minor leagues a couple years ago. They had good crew. They had—they were winning championship. The team stank this year. Is it all players? I don't think so. They went and they changed. E- 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 Eduardo Alfonso wins a championship in the New York Penn League with the Brooklyn Cyclones, and then they let him go. Why? He was teaching those guys good. Maybe that's what the problem was. He was teaching them fundamentals. And somebody said, oh, we don't like that. We want home run hitters. Tell them to hit everything. Mr. Cohen, what you should be doing is cleaning house at the end of this season. You should clean the whole front office out. Get Theo Epstein in here. Clean out the minor leagues. Get rid of everybody and bring back Egardo Alfonso if he wants to come back and if he wants to coach Brooklyn because he was good there. He was a good manager. They played well for him. I remember going to a game and and I was shocked they were oh, sacrifice bunt stealing bases. Wow! I guess the organization didn't like that. Sandy didn't like that because he wanted him hitting home runs. So that's what you do, Steve Cohen, and then you get rid of that freaking analytics department. <coughs> These guys are too much like robots and get rid of the video you can still have video but let him watch it after the game not during the game guy sitting on a bench instead of watching a ball game and studying a pitcher he's looking at his last at bat on video what the hell is that? That's not base that's not the way the game's supposed to be played. Did the eighty six Mets do that? No. And if they wanted to, they had to sneak down the stairs and go into the clubhouse. Another thing I would do if I were you, Mr. Cohen, I'd sit down with the pitching coach and tell him I want the pitchers to manually chart the game like they used to. Oh, you didn't know that. They don't do that anymore. They don't chart the game. They should, but now they have printouts. So now they don't have to do that. Make them do it. It puts their noses into the game. Instead of throwing uh, uh, seeds at somebody getting interviewed. That's what you do. Get rid of that stupid, you know, I've said this before. I'll say it again. I don't care if a home run is 500 feet. I don't care if it's 450 feet or if it's 398. It's still one run if it's a solo home run. Doesn't matter. You could hit it to Mars. It would still only count as one run. Run. And who cares how fast it went out? Oh, he hit that at 160. The other day, I watched a game. Guy hit a ground ball third. Wow, he hit that at 109 miles per hour. Who gives a crap? Who cares? He hit it, the guy caught it threw him out. Who cares? There's too much statistics, too much of these add-on crapola launch angle, velocity. These guys are frozen up there because they don't know how to hit It's, it's incredible to me how guys get to the majors and are not prepared. It should be second thought, a lot of things. It, it, yeah. I, the other day, the great buyers, he's playing. Everybody's playing in. He's playing halfway. And, of course, he cuts the ball off to Davis. The run scores. And he don't throw the guy out at first anyway. Instincts. No instincts on this team. Do they run anymore when they do get on? No. How many times this year have we seen the bases loaded? Nobody out. One out. and They can't get a run in. Because everybody gets excited. Oh, base is loaded. Oh, Alonzo's coming up. And what does he do? <laughs> he strikes out on a slider two feet off outside a of home plate. And then Smith is up. What does Smith? do? Oh, Smith pops up to the infield. Then, I don't know, and then McCann's up, and he either strikes out or hits a, a ground ball is short, and they get the force at second, and we're out of the inning. This is what we see this repetitively. Then they get a guy, okay, he got hurt now, but they get a guy like Guillorme, he's hitting 300, he's playing a great shortstop, and they trade for a shortstop. Who, by the way, is a rental. He's a free agent at the end of the year. And rumor has it is he wants Lindor type of money. Are the Mets going to be stupid to pay him that kind of money? Are you going to have over a half a million dollars of your payroll tied up between second and third base? (coughs) I hope not. And then tell us, well, I, we can't get any of the top pitches because we can't afford it. Uh, we don't have the money in the budget. Or we have to let this guy go or that guy go because uh, they wanted too much money, but we we needed the money for buyers to make Francisco Lindor happy. Obviously, I'm upset and I'm ticked off. And as I said, it, it's it's... It's not even enjoyable. Not even enjoyable anymore. This is probably not even enjoyable for you. So I am going to end this. This is uh, uh, not what I wanted to do, but I had to get this off my chest. So the numbers are bad anyway. So if they continue to be bad, they'll be bad. What can I say? I had to do this for my sanity. All right. uh, That's going to wrap it up. Short show. We're going to stick a fork in it. It's done. And uh, I'll, I'll see you next time on another edition of Mets Musings.